0: Today, you are listening to Think Again Christian, where pop culture and Christian traditions collide with biblical truth, sponsored by Rainier Christian Schools. And now your host, pastor of Ravensdale Bible Church and superintendent of Rainier Christian Schools, Tony Jamie.
1: Rethinking and reexamining concepts, ideas, traditions, and challenging your beliefs from American pop culture and your Christian denominational circles. How? By the renewing of your mind through through God's Word and open radio conversation. What was the last time you heard the statement, Don't judge me? Well, unfortunately, probably not too long ago. Um, I must admit, I, I hear that phrase way too much and, and in the wrong way. This is one of the most misquoted passages in Scripture and, uh, quite frankly, it really needs to stop. Why? Because it's so dangerous and it's dangerous to be, to be wrong on this subject. Why is this statement so misguided? Well, mostly it's because the passage doesn't, doesn't end with the verse. Do not judge lest you be judged. There's so much more that that comes after that statement. If we only take half of a truth then we're we're most likely to come up with with a whole lie or a deceptive statement at best. For example, a a drunk driver is is pulled over and he tells the officer, you know, I've only had one beer. Totally true. But what he failed to mention was that he also had 10 other alcoholic drinks. Well, the, the, the second part to do not judge is to not judge hypocritically. So why do so many have it wrong? Well, could it be that we're we're trying to avoid something? Where we're trying to avoid uh, rules, standards, obedience, confrontation, consequences. Uh, worse is, is there an attempt to avoid following God's word? Uh, the The concept of, of of you know being judged by God versus man. So why does the phrase, don't judge me, why does that bother me? Well, think again about Satan's tactics. He, he distorts God's truth. He, he denies God's wisdom. He, he creates doubt in people's minds. And then he comes right out and, and denounces God's teachings but 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 it's a slow process you know it's it's a tactic of distortion that leads to the denial that that leads to the to the doubting that that creates the the denouncing the fact is that there is judging found throughout the scriptures including the famously misquoted Matthew 7 how do we account for for Things in the Bible, like like appointed judges, how, how do we account for you know the the officers among the Israelites in, in the deserts? In Leviticus, lays out God's laws and, and judgments for for law breaking. In John seven twenty four, uh, commands us to to judge in righteous judgment. In fact, there are over five hundred occurrences. Five hundred biblical occurrences for judging so what's the rub well the problem occurs when when we confront and and judge each other for for sins that that are being violated the, the rub is when we confront one another for petty little indifferences that we ourselves do see see the difference is one is is Biblical sin, and the other is is a personal preference. So a drunkard should uh, should not judge somebody, you know, for for drinking too much. Uh, a liar shouldn't uh, be judgmental towards other liars. The the illustration used is, you know, in, in Matthew seven is is the is the speck and a log. When people with with glaring, obvious sinful activities. A giant log when, when those people judge others that that only have a, a little tiny um, you know speck or disobedient issue, uh, that's when we have a problem. Hypocritically judging. hypocritically judging others, well that's the sin, not the the, the judging of, of blatant sinful activity like like stealing, like lying, adultery, etc. Nowadays, the answer to every sin is, well, it begins with, don't judge me, and then it follows up with something like, well, fear without sin, cast the first stone. Then it follows up with, well, everybody sins. Then it follows up with, well, isn't that what Jesus does, forgive sin? Do you, do you see the, the, the circle of confusion that, that starts to occur with, with the reality of what God wants? God wants obedient people. God wants us to be holy like him. How does a God who who demands holiness? How does a God who who makes a sacrifice for sin? Then all of a sudden, in some miraculous way, not care. Romans covers this. Well, if it's so good that that my sin uh, honors and glorifies God, then then I'm going to go sin even more. And the Scriptures say, "May it never be." Matthew 18 clearly teaches that. That we go to others regarding their sin, and that we're we're to do that in gentleness, according to Galatians six one. We're 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 supposed to go to people, but it's supposed to be with love and kindness and gentleness. So so what does Jesus mean then if he if he didn't mean don't judge? Well, let's let's think again about this idea. First, do not judge is 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 funny because even that statement is a is. Commanding a judgmental statement, right? I mean, that is a judgment statement in and of itself. Who are you to tell me not to judge? Secondly, a few verses later, Jesus talks about about not casting pearls before swine. Well, that's a pretty judgy statement, right? He's he's calling the uh, the people he's speaking to pigs. Don't don't even waste your time with them. Well, that that's a judgmental statement. Third, we see in John seven twenty four that teaches us. How to judge? We are to judge with righteousness. That means we use God's righteous law. Not our own law, not our own opinions. God's law, God's opinion, righteous law. Fourth, we, we see in 1 Corinthians six two states, as saints we will take part in the judging of the world. If judging is so wrong, then how is it that believers will, will do it? Fifth, we see in Matthew 23 is a strong confrontation Between Jesus and the Pharisees, Jesus harshly judges them, calling them sons of hell, blind guides, hypocrites, and whitewashed tombs. I mean, could you imagine saying that to anybody? Six, we see God is a judge. He has judged, and as long as you are accurately um, judging from God's word... Which is again, we're, you're, you're just clarifying. You're just, you're you're just stating what, what is already there. It's it's a blatant, obvious sin. It's murder. It's stealing. It's adultery, right? You didn't invent the law. You didn't invent the rule, um, but but you can see it happening. You you just got to be careful. You, you you know don't be an unloving, hypocritical, forgive me, jerk. So it's that jerk factor, right? We have all these these rules, you know, because people are quote unquote people. We're 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 sinful. We do sinful things, and even when we try to do something that, that's good, like trying to win a brother over, trying to win them back, which is the point of Matthew eighteen. The point of the confrontation is to forgive. The point of 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 revealing that sin is 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 to try to win that brother, or sister, back to obedience. Don't judge me. It has never been a, a get-out-of-jail-free card statement. Sinful activity needs to be addressed, and it needs to be confronted so that we can, can save and protect those people, those friends, from, from more sin, ultimately from from the pit of destruction. And, and, and so this idea of, of don't judge me becomes a very a very dangerous application. I mean, just practically, just, just imagine if we played that out to, to its logical conclusion about what people mean today, which is, please don't tell me about what my sin is. Please don't call me on, on my sin. Please don't keep me accountable to the ways I'm violating God's law. Please don't don't help me to to improve to become a, a a better believer. I mean, do you see how that how how that plays out? I mean, we should be going to one another and and saying, "You know, uh brother, I I I respect you, I love you. I know you're you're a person of, of faith in the scriptures. If you see anything in my life that you think is out of line with God's word, please, please tell me. If you see me dealing with my children or my wife in an unbiblical fashion, please call me on that. If you witness me in the community as a as an employer, as a coach, and I'm not honoring God the gospel of Christ, please, please let me know. I mean, isn't that what we would want to do? Why? Because whether you like it or not, you are a representative of Jesus Christ. You are an ambassador of Christ. And you may not be a very good one, and I may not be a very good one all the time, but we are. And there are a lot of eyes watching us and a lot of people who are then going to blame God for the way we act and so it is our great desire then to walk like Christ to to follow Jesus to be just like him and so in order for me to be like him I need reproof I need correction I need people to coach me up and so when we come back we'll talk
0: more about don't judge me Since their small beginnings in 1963, the ministry of Rainier Christian Schools has been dedicated to educating and developing each of their students for the glory of God. And it's more than just a school. Rainier Christian Schools is actually an entire school district, with three schools serving the areas of Kent, Auburn, Covington, Renton, and Maple Valley. The Christ-centered environment weaves God's truth through everything they do, from top-notch academics all the way through their competitive sports programs. Learn more at RainierCSD.org or call 425-255-7273. That's 425-255-7273. Contact Rainier Christian Schools today. Welcome back. You're listening to Think Again Christian, sponsored by Rainier Christian Schools. And now your host, Tony Jamie.
1: Today we're talking about the idea of judging. And the statement, don't judge me. And I'm sure you've heard that before from somebody in with good intentions, I hope with good intentions, and I, I hope in gentleness, and I hope in love. With good intentions, you've gone to somebody to try to uh, reproof them, to try to uh, correct them, to try to keep them from sinning or continuing their sin, only to hear, don't judge me. And maybe that's a pushback on you, and because they know who you are in your sinful past, or it's because they just don't want to listen to what you have to say. Well, ironically, the the key to this famously misquoted verse in Matthew 7 is, is really reading the entire passage. And so rather than just you know, quoting the phrase, you know, don't judge, well, verse 2 assumes that, first of all, you will judge in, in the way you judge. So, so the commandment is don't judge. Right. Or uh, you're going to be judged in the way you judge. So, I mean, you, you are going to judge. It's just a matter of being judged the same way that, that you judge. And don't forget that, that at the end, you know, everybody's judged. The, the lie then is that there, there is no judgment. See, there, there's judgment. Now you may have the pardon from sin, because the, the judge has pardoned your sin because of the death, burial, and resurrection on the cross by Jesus Christ. But but there's still a judgment seat. There, there's still a judge. Now can you think of a, a worse deception though than eliminating all judgment? I mean without judgment, then well then there's no penalty. There's no need for there's no need for a savior. Without judgment, there's no need for Jesus Christ. Without judgment, there's no reason to follow God or his law. So I will do what I want. And again, you can't judge me. And that's that. I don't need to stop. I can keep on going. I can do whatever is right in my own eyes. Well, the message that Jesus preached was quite different than that. In fact, his, you know, that real long, long, long sermon. Repent. You know that one? Repent. Why? For the kingdom of God is at hand. You need to stop doing what you're doing right now. Why? Because the kingdom of God is here at your doorstep. Repent. Turn around. Go the other way. You are in sin, and that sin will be judged. That's the whole concept there. Repent of what? You're, You're sinful. You're you're wicked. Um, you're disobedient, and if you don't repent, then, well, then you will be judged for your disobedience. And and we don't we don't want that. We, we, we don't want we don't want legalism or, or arrogance either. But but we must have um, a, a healthy judging amongst one another. We we have to. Romans two one through three goes on to explain that we 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 should not be practicing the very things we rebuke others for doing again th- that's hypocrisy it's the idea then of the log and the speck and there there will be a harsh stam- standard of judgment for for those who who judge that way nobody's condoning hypocritical judgment let me be very clear again it, the jerk factor being unkind being rude, uh, you know, Matthew 18, if you want, you don't do it in front of a crowd. You, you, you do it in private. Um, you're doing it to try to win somebody over, right? If, 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 you're, if you're confronting somebody, if you're judging somebody, meanwhile, they have a speck, you have a log. That You're a hypocrite. You do the very same things that you're telling them not to do. And, and with this judgmental tone, yeah, that's wrong. That's a sin nobody is condoning that kind of a thing but too many of us are cutting off our family and friends who who really have great intentions biblical intentions to to help us and we look at them and say don't judge me uh, imagine how angry we get how harsh and and how unkind we can be in these instances i mean and you got to ask yourself would I like to be confronted that way? Is that the way I would want somebody to, to come and, and tell me? And so we 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 don't stop the judging, but we, we do it the way we would expect others to do it to us. And in that manner, we will be judged back. And so when you think of it that way, think of the way you want to be judged, and then that's the way you judge. That's a biblical approach. One of the reasons this topic is... Uh, this topic in particular is on my mind is because uh, the kids say it all the time, and I'm, and I'm around tons of kids, especially at, at Rainier Christian Schools. Uh, you know, uh, ima- imagine again a, f- a friend, a a, a a teenager, mustering up the courage to to exhort their friend, you know, not to lie, you know, or cheat, you know, in in, in school in class. You know, everybody's doing it. Everybody's copying from everybody else's homework. Everybody's doing a little cheating. And and so this, this young student musters up the courage only to hear, don't judge me. I I feel so bad for our students um, in our schools, in a society that preaches that there are, you know, well, there, there, there aren't even absolute moral standards. You know, why is it wrong to cheat? I can copy. Why is that wrong? It's a dumb assignment anyway. Oh, I already know that. Oh, it's just a, I, I could do that. It's, you know, there's always these excuses, right? And then who are you to judge? Our students are 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 lied to in TV and movies and songs, you know, about not being judged. You know, they have like, you know, afternoon specials now about, you know, not judging one another, which in essence means let your friends do whatever they want to do. Yes, even if that means lying to their parents. Yes, even if that means, you know, Lying to their friends. Yes, if that means, you know, doing whatever they want, no matter who it violates, as long as it makes me happy. Oh, if I hear that one again. Well, right now there's there's a, a popular fad amongst the kids. Uh, it's on Instagram and it's, and it's called, you guessed it, it's called the Don't Judge Me Challenge. Uh, in a twisted act of, of you know, Proving a point um, very poorly, uh, they're, they're they're trying to make a point. You know, attractive kids mark up their faces so that so that they look ugly, only to show that their their transformations or their true self, which is naturally gorgeous. You know, so now get this: now the the pretty kids want sympathy because uh, you know we 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 don't judge a book by its cover, right? Only to find out that the book. Well, it actually is really pretty. Yeah, it's confusing. If you're confused right now, that this is what the challenge is. Really, really pretty people like mark up their faces, you know, and with markers or whatever to make themselves look unattractive. But the reality is is ta-da, I really am pretty. Don't judge me. The point that I'm trying to make here is is the phrase. The phrase don't judge me and don't judge how I look, what I do, what I believe just leave me alone, that that's, that's the problem that we're running into. See, if you leave me alone, if, if you let me do what I want to do, if, if you, if you, if you if you don't rebuke or correct any of my actions, then in essence, well, I make up my own rules. I am my own God. We talk about this all the time. This is just a different form. Let me do what I want to do, when I want to do it, how I want to do it, the way I want to do it, no matter what. And then don't judge me. Let me live without any consequences at all. I mean, that's really what's what's being advocated here. Don't be deceived. Don't judge me really does mean let's erase all standards, all standards, all biblical standards, precepts, testimonies, without any kind of comment, and let me have total autonomy. It breaks my heart to see people live like this. The the Almighty has given us objective standards in His Word, and people are doing mental gymnastics to explain away simple biblical commandments. So many times I hear the statement like, that's not what I believe, that's your interpretation, I don't see it that way, to simple Bible commands. It's another way of saying, I'm going to believe and do what I want, and you can't, and I won't let you judge me. Ironically, what are stumbling blocks for all non-believers to accept Christ? There are things like attending church faithfully, reading and obeying the scripture, giving up sinful activities like sleeping around, getting drunk, and being unethical in business. And they're being met with Christians who commit these sins with statements like, don't judge me. So before you say, don't judge me, remember, the creator of the universe will judge.
0: So think again, Christian. You've been listening to Think Again, Christian, sponsored by Rainier Christian Schools and Tony Jamie. Rainier Christian Schools serves preschool through high school, with three locations in the Renton, Maple Valley, Covington, Kent, and Auburn areas. For more information about Rainier Christian Schools, www.rainiercsd.org or call 425-255-7273. Since their small beginnings in 1963, the ministry of Rainier Christian Schools has been dedicated to educating and developing each of their students for the glory of God. And it's more than just a school... Rainier Christian Schools is actually an entire school district, with three schools serving the areas of Kent, Auburn, Covington, Renton, and Maple Valley. The Christ-centered environment weaves God's truth through everything they do, from top-notch academics all the way through their competitive sports programs. Learn more at RainierCSD.org or call 425-255-7273. That's 425-255-7273. Contact Rainier Christian Schools today.